the inhabitants of this world, the men and women of the dirt, in whom God first breathed the breath of life, chose darkness. And this is the condemnation. A light is come into the world, and men loved darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. John chapter 3 verse 19 Maybe this was a part of the judgment against humanity to become entrapped in the very rebellion that originated in its heart. That when Adam and Eve freely chose to sin, God in his judgment decreed sin to be the only normative disposition in all of humankind. Sin has become a liability and one that's impossible to be discharged, like a shadow that never leaves you in the light. Sin continues to stay with men, but men have numbed themselves against it and have built their dwellings and their ivory towers in the darkest of places where their shadows don't show. Then in eternity past, God elected certain people to salvation. <laughs> Are you really saying people? Why not angels? By the way, why didn't God elect to save some of the angels that fell in their rebellion? Why did God choose to die for men who are lesser than angels? In the risk of over-dramatizing the narrative, let's imagine God creating a world only to be committed to Satan's charge, only to show Satan what the power of God's grace and God's love can bring about in the hearts of those who've neither seen him nor heard him. What if God has done all of this to show Satan what even he couldn't do despite being in such close fellowship with him? I can literally imagine God say to Satan, Well, you have this world full of your people, but I will have mine reserved for me alone. And though they be surrounded by darkness, they will not be of darkness. Though they see my wrath pour out, they will not be the children of wrath. Though you tempt them and cause them to stumble, yet in my hands will they fall. Though you afflict them with all kinds of trouble and affect them with all kinds of misery, yet the joy of my salvation will be their potion. And this, Satan, will be a slap to your face, for you hated me, despite being so close to me. And they loved me, though they were lesser than you and were so far from me. I may be wrong in my imagination. But I rest in the fact that God knows better. 
every time we see a great man or a great woman in the Bible, we see but a glimpse of a great God who is actively working His grace into their hearts, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to His own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 9 So friends, if there is any hope for evangelism in this world, it is because of the doctrine of unconditional election. It's because of this doctrine that mankind can truly free itself from all earthly reliance. No amount of social conditioning, no amount of prior knowledge, no amount of individual reason can give birth to saving faith. It's a gift of God, given for His glory. We who have squandered away the riches of His providential care and mercy, and having thus heaped up debts that cannot be paid, how could we be trusted with a gift so great? If not for the work of God, we would have certainly traded it for another 30 silver pieces. This is the Rational Fideist Podcast, and you are listening to Fide Viva. On this joyous occasion of Christmas, I wish you with the words of Charles Haddon Spurgeon, May God give you peace with yourselves. May He give you goodwill towards all your friends, your enemies, and your neighbours. And may He give you grace to give glory to God in the highest.